Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Strick and Austin back with you here on the block of 93.7 The Ticket, as well as theticketfm.com. We are going to go to our Allo VIP line and welcome in our Husker online recruiting expert, Mr. Brian Munson. Brian, Nebraska gets a win. That's a positive, but they're back home. There are a lot of official visitors in town. Uh, 70 of them. Is that right? Huge number? 70, uh, one official visitor, about 68, six, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back. I knew there was about 75 coming in. I've been able to kind of like Connor Booth fell out. There were two other guys that fell out. It's still probably right around 70, one official visitor and about 70 plus unofficial visitors. That's insane. I saw you had a piece up um, hearing from some of the guys that are committed about their mm-hmm. time at Nebraska. Give uh, Maybe give people an overview of that piece, some of the more interesting comments that you heard. Yeah, you know, I, I think what was really kind of um, interesting out of that was that if they were there for the first time, like Gibson Pyle, mm-hmm. you know, that was his first game. Jake Peters, that was his first game. Or if you're a Daniel Kalin, um, if you're uh, uh, an Ashton Murphy, <clears throat> all those guys who have been to games before in the past – there was something special about this weekend. And, and and I think that there were so many intriguing like storylines to kind of go through it with them all. Like, you know, the, the first uh, home game of the season, Matt rules, first home game, looking for that, that first win of the season, you know, uh, new starting quarterback, it, 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 a night game in Nebraska, et cetera. So I, I know that a lot of those guys were, were pretty, you know, keyed in on some of that stuff, but I mean, all of them, I mean, it looks repetitive, like their comments to me. Cause it was like, it was electric. Like that was the most common theme thing. But like, I think one of the, there were some pretty other like telling comments uh, that were kind of made in there. And, and I, I think it's a really kind of useful piece to kind of go through and check it a lot. Like Caden Vermas, he's a, he's mm-hmm. such a well thought out guy and, and, and has such great ways of kind of describing things anyway. But um, he had some really telling things to kind of go back and say about like what he thought about it. You know, just I, I think and that, that really kind of inspired me to kind of write my next article on Wednesday about like, you know, you're, you're going through this period of time where you had these kids that were class of 2021, class of 2022, and they never got a chance to visit Nebraska because of COVID. And, and then all of a sudden, when you get out of COVID, the NCAA slides the timetable to the left and they start saying, well, look, you can start taking official visits in June. Mm. And a lot of those guys that are committing in July, what does that mean? They never saw a game in Nebraska. Like for two years, there are basically two classes that never saw a game in Nebraska. And the difficulty 
that you now have is that you now are, are switching over from, you know, head coach to head coach. If there wasn't like an established relationship before really hard to kind of get that in front of, you know, in front of the 2023 and 2024 guys, but with the 25 and 26 is you've got to get them there to Lincoln because you need to use this now as the, the home field kind of environment, the home game atmosphere needs to be the centerpiece of your relationship. It needs to be like, what is going to get those guys back outside of like the coaching staff and you know, being successful and playing division one football, the home game visit has to be the centerpiece of that relationship. And, and, and it's going to take a little bit of time, I think, but from all the, that's why it was so important, not just to catch up with the 24s and the 25s, not just the commitments, but the uncommitted. In fact, I'm catching up with a bunch of uh, non-committed kids. And actually there was at least one new offer extended this weekend too. So really good weekend overall. There's there, uh, one last thing. Pre-game, pre-game was always uh, actually game day th- uh, uh, visits were a little bit different under Scott Frost. You you sometimes didn't get access to the coaches. You, uh-huh. They were sometimes just like so busy to where you could not catch up with them. I I had to make sure that I was asking those questions the right way. But everybody seems to have caught up with the coaches, and I think that that's that was a missed opportunity back in the day. Matt Rule and his staff aren't, aren't doing that this time. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up just how important the the game day environment, getting players to campus for a home game is for the coaches. On the player side, is it that important to get to a home game, to feel that energy, be in that home stadium, or is it more of the the behind-the-scenes legwork, the, the checking in from coaches, the high school you know visits with coaches, stuff like that that leaves more of an impression? Ooh. Um, man, that, that's a toughie. Um, I, I, I think, mm, I think it, I think that the game day visit, particularly for like the non-committed guys, even the guys that don't even have an offer, I think it's a sign of like better things to come. It's, it's got mm. this, it's got this promise element to it, you know, and, and, and showing that, that you're on the right track. Like I just got off the phone with, uh, Braden Wilmus. Uh, he's a, a sophomore offensive tackle same high school as Turner Corcoran and um, Nebraska is the first school he ever talked to. He didn't talk to Nebraska until Tuesday, in fact. And then all of a sudden it was a game day visit and they took him up on the offer. So I think to him, knowing that, you know, the fruits of his labor, getting, getting his first chances to kind of like play varsity football, um, having a good sophomore season so far through his first three games, it's all kind of validation. Um, and, and I think that, I think that the legwork that, that you, that you referenced there about the contact, the emails, the calling the coaches, texting and calling the kid, recruiting the, the parent as well as the player, et cetera. I think that that's really what gets the kid in the class, but I think to, to get them to look at Nebraska, this is what you have to do. If you're not having, if you don't have these game day visits here, I think that you're going to miss out on more guys because they don't know what Nebraska has to offer versus Nebraska doing the best job recruiting them. Cause I've heard that from like the Brandon Bakers, you know, and the Aiden Breelands, Nebraska was recruiting them best. Um, but Nebraska's running, you know, whatever for Brandon Baker and, and didn't make Aiden Breelands top five. So it's, it was really important to, get those guys on campus and then follow it up and continue the process. 
We'll touch on Brandon Baker in a sec. Huge name. We'll get to that. Yeah. But you mentioned the the coaches were available, right? The, the players got right. to catch up with them. Have you noticed any other differences, uh, you know, through one game, anything planned for, for Louisiana Tech that, that stands out in the, as a difference between the previous staff and this one in recruiting at home? There's There was a little bit more behind-the-scenes activity. I mean, uh, talking to Caden uh, Vermont, they, they had lunch. Um, they had this opportunity, like it was like a kind of a recruiting event. It was kind of a recruiting weekend. Um, and, uh, having gone through it a little bit with my kid, it, it seemed very similar to some other schools like that we went to, but then in having, you know, visited Nebraska before we didn't do anything like that. It was just kind of come in, get your ticket. Here's your lanyard. Here's a little bit of a come in here, here, this, here, this spiel and then head on out for the game. Um, now it sounds like there's a little bit more activity, uh, a little bit more of a, of some arranged kind of things for people to kind of experience people to kind of meet each other, you know, a meet and greet, talk to some people, make sure you don't leave there without talking to somebody other than just getting your ticket and going to the game. Um, I, and I think that that's really important. There's a, there's a personal feel with this staff that I don't think can be understated. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, they are, they are, or shouldn't be understated, I guess I should say. They are, they are everywhere and they are involved in everything. They've got like their, their thumbprint on all these things. So I just think, I just think it was really a well put together thing. And from all the, all the comments from the commits, the guys who had been there a dozen times to the guy that was there one time, they all enjoyed it and they all knew how special it was. Well, that's unbelievable because I, I, I'm glad that you did touch on that because that's one of the things that I've talked about uh, for Nebraska for a while. And it's, it's, it's this, uh, Brian, it's, there's a perception that can become reality. And then without the brand being what it has been over its glory years, now you have to figure out and have creative ways. And I, I and, and just for an example, I was throwing out, you know, we were talking about some creative ways being like, Coach Cook, they just had 90 grand in, in a freaking volleyball game. Like somebody threw out, let let Coach Cook and, you know, maybe the, maybe the ladies run out the tunnel with them, have a brief statement on the first home game, just ways to generate that buzz again, right? But yeah. you're saying yeah. that that's happening, and I'm glad to hear that, that they're figuring out how to have these touch points and so there's questions coming out. You, you've already touched on Brandon Baker, but tell us there's there's people on the text line, Joe T on the, uh, not on the text line, but on the stream line on the YouTube stream is asking about also Grant Bricks. What is your words um, or what have you heard about him? Yeah, you know, Grant wasn't on the list for this weekend and he had kind of told me a couple of weeks ago that he didn't, he didn't really kind of see as a necessity to kind of visit you know, any other schools before he made a decision. And, and he, then he also told me that 
out of the four schools that he was considering at the time, and Alabama included, that the only school that he had not seen a game at was Tuscaloosa. So, and he said that it wouldn't be necessary. So, not not visiting here, not visiting OU, not visiting Kansas State, and then kind of telling me that he felt like, you know, sometime shortly after Labor Day, that he would have a chance to sit down and make and basically come up with his decision. I think we're kind of all on commit watch, but we've been on commit watch now since the end of August. Um, so it's, it's stretching into week three. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any better details for anybody, you know, on that. He's, he's definitely not, he's definitely not sitting there looking for, you know, advice from anybody and he's not feeling any pressure to basically announce anything. He, in fact, I think pressure here, which, which would turn him off. Um, he got back to me Friday night, basically said, not going to the game, not ready to make a decision. And that was all he said. And I tried to text him right back and he didn't get back to me. So it's been very much like that kind of communication process with him going back, I would say, even to June when he was really in like the swing of all the official visits. It was the, the month of June, we saw a serious change in like the character of Grant Bricks because it was so it was so invasive to his space, invasive to his time. The things that he held dear, you know, working with working on the farm, working with his family, being with his friends. There were a lot there was a lot of time he had to take off from doing things and he just wanted to kind of get back to being a kid in July. And I think that he's still kind of in that mode and he's still trying to get things kind of figured out on his senior year and that recruiting commitment still hangs over his head. Okay, let's touch on that for a sec. How much pressure is on these kids making this decision? How many of them have that feeling of, I just want to be a regular high school kid, finish out my senior year? How much pressure is put on them by these coaches to recruit on the coach's timeline instead of at the at the kid's leisure? Yeah, I, I think that you're kind of, you kind of see that in a little bit different categories, right? Um for like your your three star guys that are getting you know solid D one attention, you're gonna feel that pressure. I think a little bit more. It's there's more of a game of musical chairs. When the music stops, your spot is gone. With the Grant Bricks, the the number one inside offensive lineman according to On Three, he has a little bit more freedom. Um, he has he has a little liberty here to take. But I I will be honest with you. I mean. As a as a college coach, if I was the one recruiting him and I, I I had him in this basic, you know, standby mode now for four weeks, five weeks or so where he we were expecting something but we were not getting anything out of there, whether it was good or it was bad. I, I don't know at some point if that starts to like cross over and you and you wonder if you're gonna really find yourself like getting a solid decision maker, like to join your football team. You, you want, you, you obviously know that the kid is making the most important decision that he's ever made in his life up to this point. And you don't want him to rush it, but there are several guys, usually over 20 in a guy in those teams classes so far that they've already, they've already had a chance to get him in the boat. And now they find themselves still stuck on one and, really kind of wondering like what it's going to take to kind of 
get him in or have him go someplace else. So I, I just, this is a really slippery slope, but I think Grant Bricks is, he's, he's in a little bit more of a commanding position based on his talents, his capabilities, you know, the teams that are after him. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll make room to keep him around. If they can get him in, even if they were sitting on 27 guys, 28 guys, they would take Grant Bricks. All right, Brian, one home game in the books for the Huskers, couple more coming up here. Uh, anyone you know, anyone confirmed for Louisiana Tech, what do you expect from this next recruiting weekend with the 2.30 kick? Yeah, 2.30 kickoff time still tends to be a pretty good weekend. Um, you know, it's when you hit those 11s and those noons, man. It's just, mm. you can't get there from Texas. You know, it's a it's a four-hour deal to get, you know, basically into Omaha and and, and get back over to, to Lincoln, you know, it just, it becomes a little bit too tough. You, you're, you're getting into, you get, you're getting into that time there where it's just, it, it doesn't, it's not productive. So um, for, for Louisiana tech, um, you're getting some similar characters, you know, the 2024 guys, a lot of the commitments will be there week after week. I'm trying to look for some unique guys that will be there next weekend. And unfortunately right now, it's not looking like I know a whole heck of a lot by looking at my notes. But so that's okay. That just means we, we will, know, we will know a lot more. I tell you what, here's one. Brian Tutu, offensive tackle from Utah, was supposed to be in this weekend, had something come up, and that's a guy that Nebraska just offered in August. Um, uh, I, I think that he's actually working on getting in for Louisiana Tech. That's a top 2025 OT, and OT is going to be a huge part, a very important part to next year's class for Nebraska. There you go. It's Brian Munson of Husker Online on three with us here on our Allo VIP line. Brian, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, hope to get an update from you next week. Enjoy the rest of your week, my man. Sounds good, guys. We'll see you soon. That we will. It's Brian Munson with us on our Allo VIP line, uh, brought to you by Allo Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local all right, let's take a break. We are back on your radio dials. Royals wrapped up a 6-4 win over the Guardians. He's Strick. I'm Austin. We'll cross it over with Old School to wrap up on the block in just a moment. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 